This is 5-Minute Friday. You wake up on your first morning in your new apartment. There's a gym across the street, and so you check it out for your morning workout. You're new to the area and haven't visited the gym before, so you're a little bit nervous as you walk down the steps into the basement level facility. You're greeted by the friendly manager who welcomes you to try your first class for free, and then you make your way to the main floor, where a trio of friends are hanging out and, based on the amount of sweat glistening on them, they've only finished their workout in the past few minutes. They're sitting on the floor and chatting together loudly. One woman in the group remarks in disbelief as her two friends fail to correctly guess her birthday. They're not even close on the month. You've both known me for so long, she says. How can you not know my birthday? Quietly, calmly, you interject into their conversation. Well, your birthday, Catherine, is June 10th. The trio of friends look up at you in confusion, and you sense their uneasiness. They don't recognize you, and they shouldn't. You've never met. Catherine asks, how do you know that? And so you explain that you had a brain-computer interface surgically implanted in your skull. It took you several years of intensive practice, countless long evenings and weekends of frustrating effort that gradually gave way to minor breakthroughs, like moving a cursor haphazardly around on an external display. You're now, however, one of only a few thousand people on the planet who have gone through the extraordinary effort of mastering a brain-computer interface. So you can now make queries on the internet at will and receive replies to your queries instantly. Information from the internet pops into your head like any other thought. You see images as though it's your own visual imagination and you hear written text in your own voice. So, you used a convolutional neural network service to match the woman's face to a global database of people and you discovered her name is Catherine King. Her birthday was included in her database entry and so you were able to reel it off in an instant. At work, your brain-computer interface has proved tremendously helpful. Nobody on the trading floor can trade stocks as profitably or quickly as you. But as an early adopter of the technology, one of the few who have developed expertise with such an implant, broader society is put off by you. The group of friends find you distressing. It's clear from their body language and you don't need a BCI to help you with reading it. Looks like new neighborhood, but same old story. You'll be working out on your own as usual. It's the year 2040, and you're hopeful that over the coming decade, BCIs will become easier to install and to master so that you're not the only freak in town. All right. Hope you enjoyed my tale of caution from the future. It's my first time writing a fictional narrative like this in decades, and so the first Super Data Science episode to feature one. Please give me some feedback on what you thought of it, and if enough of you enjoyed it, I'll write something again. If you'd like to learn more about brain-computer interfaces in a lighthearted way, check out Tim Urban's Neuralink and the Brain's Magic Future post on his Wait But Why blog. The link is in the show notes. Okay, that's it for this episode. Keep on rocking it out there, folks, and catch you on another round of the Super Data Science Show very soon.